This is First News on News Radio 1290 WNBF Binghamton and WNBF.com. This is WNBF First News. Here's Kathy White. Good morning. It is 6.04 and already 72 degrees in Binghamton. The forecast for today is calling for maybe some fog around this morning. Otherwise, increasing clouds, 50% chance of afternoon showers and thunderstorms, a high in the low to mid-90s. The National Weather Service has issued a heat advisory from 11 a.m. to 8 p.m. again today for parts of the southern tier and central New York, but is expanding the area to include two more counties. Well, actually, several more counties. Heat index values could reach between 95 and 100 today. Unlike yesterday, Cortland and Shenango counties in the southern tier are now included. But Delaware and the northern tier of Pennsylvania still are not in the advisory area. Strong thunderstorms are a possibility through Wednesday night before hot, humid conditions start to back off in the region. Outdoor activity should be limited to the early morning and late afternoon or evening. People should drink plenty of water and stay in air conditioning or shade as much as possible. Check on the elderly and neighbors and never leave pets or children in a vehicle even with the windows rolled down. Pennsylvania Department of Transportation notes that on May 15th it was the one year anniversary since Governor Tom Wolf signed into law a bill to grant civil immunity to anyone who acts in good faith to protect children left in a hot car. PennDOT says quote if you witness a child left alone in a hot car don't hesitate. Remember that time is of the essence. Be prepared to act and contact authorities immediately. Quote use your better judgment to assess the situation and do whatever is necessary to help the child out of the car. Remember that you cannot be subjected to a civil lawsuit if you have called 911 and determined that immediate action was necessary to protect the child's life. WMBF First News Time 606. Federal prosecutors say six Tioga County residents are among nine defendants arrested in a major drug bust. Authorities say 51-year-old David Wemmer, 40-year-old Jennifer Patton, 45-year-old Brandon Vorman, 34-year-old David Cobb, and 44-year-old Eni Raupers, all of Spencer, and 34-year-old Philip Caratillo of Owego are also accused, along with three Michigan residents of money laundering and federal firearms offenses. The arrests from June 17th through June 26th broke up a gang trafficking heroin, methamphetamine, and cocaine. Officials with the U.S. Attorney's Office Northern District say Wemmer and Patton and the three Michigan suspects face 10 years to life in prison and $10 million in fines if convicted for possession with intent to distribute the drugs. Van Mo- Vannerman faces between 5 and 40 years. Uh, Caratillo up to 10 years in prison, Cobb up to 10 years in prison, and Raupers up to 20 years in prison, and hundreds of dollars in fines each if they are convicted of the drug distribution, conspiracy, weapons, and other charges. Several of the defendants appeared in federal court in Binghamton, while others appeared before magistrates in the District of Nevada and Western District of Michigan. All are currently being detained pending further court proceedings. WMBF News Time 607. New York State Police are investigating a serious all-terrain vehicle crash in Delaware County. Troopers say 35-year-old Raina Andrews of Davenport lost control of the ATV on McGillwin Road near 96th Road in Davenport, left the road, hit a ditch, and was ejected shortly before ejected from the vehicle after 11 p.m. 
on Saturday. State police say the woman suffered serious injuries and was airlifted to Upstate University Medical Center in Syracuse. WMBF First News Time 608. The race to get the majority of populations vaccinated against COVID-19 is meeting some resistance in a particular semi-closed community located in parts of the northern tier of Pennsylvania and southern tier of New York. The COVID-19 vaccination drive is falling far behind in the deeply religious and conservative Amish communities across the U.S. The Associated Press reports the Amish don't have any religious beliefs that forbid them from getting vaccines, but experts say their mistrust of the government and wariness about preventive medicine are fueling the low rates. Another factor, they say, is the widening of skepticism in the rural places where the Amish live. Public health officials are trying to combat that. They've put up billboards, posters, and reached out to the bishops in the Amish churches, but has done little to increase vaccinations among that group. It's 609, where news breaks first. News Radio 1290, WMBF and WMBF.com. It's the annual Independence Day celebration in Montrose, Pennsylvania, July 4th and 5th. At dusk on July 4th, fireworks at the Montrose Area High School. Then Monday, July 5th, the big day. Pancake breakfast, Independent Day races, over 100 art and craft vendors on the green. The huge patriotic parade with the home theme, thanking our heroes. Parade begins at 11 o'clock. Plenty of food, vendors, and all during the all-day celebration. Your host, the Kiwanis and Lions Clubs. This is WMBS Bill Flynn, inviting you to hear our live coverage with me and Kevin Bigsby, 8 o'clock in the morning on WMBF 1290. Proudly sponsored by the Daniel K. Regan Funeral Home, Overhead Door Company, Montrose Parade Committee, Little Nelson Insurance Agency, Lofty Rock Products, Montrose Motors, and Endless Mountain Healthcare Systems. Join Bob Joseph weekday mornings 9 till noon for Binghamton Now. Interesting guests around the community, along with your comments and opinions on News Radio 1290. Welcome to First News Binghamton. Now, Doug Mosier with sports on News Radio 1290 WNBF. And let's start with the NHL last night. Game one of the NHL finals, Tampa Bay and the Montreal Canadiens. Rated point in the power play. Wraps it back for Kucherov. Top of the right circle. Kucherov. Wheel center point. Left circle stamp goes. Shoots. Score! Well, Kucherov hung in there. He was whacked. He was slashed. And he gets another point setting up the stamp goes. Power and the Tampa Bay Lightning are three wins away from joining the Philadelphia Flyers, New York Islanders, Pittsburgh Penguins, and Edmonton Oilers as the only expansion team to repeat as Stanley Cup champion. A little premature yet, but uh, we're working on that. In the uh, NBA last night, Los Angeles Clippers able to stave off elimination in the NBA's Western Conference Finals, defeating the Phoenix Suns in Game 5 by the score of 116-102. to 102. So now three games to two. Phoenix is up. Game 5 tomorrow night in L.A. at the Staples Center. 
And the Atlanta Hawks are listing guard Trey Young as questionable for Game 4 of the NBA's Eastern Conference Finals tonight against Milwaukee coach Nate McMillan. Uh, he's he's feeling okay. I mean, he's he's you know d- disappointed in the loss, uh, but just as most guys, you know, they have something that's going on. You know, whether it's an injury or some soreness, and they have to. Today is a day to take care of uh, whatever it is uh, that you need to get yourself ready for tomorrow. So that's where Trey is at. And I'll tell you right now, they don't have Trey Young to go tonight. They're not going to win the series. They need Trey Young, the Hawks, too, if they're going to stand any chance of winning this series. Switch to baseball right now. Met fans, cover your ears. First hitting two-run homer. And a swing and a drive. Deep right center field. Way back. Going, going. It is Bang! Zoom goes Kyle Schwarber on a 3-1 pitch with home run number 24. Schwarber homered twice, becoming the first player in Major League history to hit 15 home runs in a 17-day span. The Nationals beat the Mets. Eight to four. Other winners: Colorado, Cincinnati, St. Louis, Milwaukee. The Dodgers winner over in the American League. Uh, the Yankees getting uh, yeah. Uh, Dylan Bundy threw up on the mound because of heat exhaustion in the Los Angeles Angels New York Yankees uh, victory over the Yanks five to three. But Yankee fans are probably a little ill this morning as well. Other winners: Cleveland, Boston, Baltimore. All right. It looks like that's about it. That's a look at sports. No, wait, wait, wait. We got accolades here for the Binghamton Rumble Ponies. We got to remember that. Uh, Ponies winning a couple of nods for the week of June 21st for last week for their uh, tremendous play, including pitcher Josh Walker, recognized as the MILB Northeastern Pitcher of the Week for that no-hitter he combined with uh, last week. Uh, with Andrew Mitchell for a 2-0 thrilling no-hit victory against the Fighting Phils. And Mark Vientos, also the Northeast's player of the week for his batting skills, averaging 400 through that stretch, hitting home runs five of his last six consecutive games there, which a total team-leading 11 home runs for the season. And uh, Vientos is the only second player on the Binghamton Rumble Ponies to have more than one home run in a single game, currently ranked eighth in the Mets organization. The Ponies start off a six-game road trip tonight in Richmond to take on the Flying Squirrels. They will be back home next Tuesday, July 6th, to face the New Hampshire Fisher Cats in a six-game homestand here at Marabito Stadium in Binghamton. Go Ponies! WNBF First News Time, 6-15. Traffic and weather together now on News Radio 1290 WNBF. Traffic looks good this morning. No reports of any huge tie ups or anything with the heat coming in and our, our heat advisory in effect. Probably not a lot of outdoor work doing today. Originally, uh, paving was to begin this week at Riverside Drive from Route 201 to the Binghamton line and also the uh, Southside Bridge, Binghamton Conklinet Bridge was to undergo work too. Whether or not that'll happen today, we don't know, but there is a heat advisory by the National Weather Service from 11 a.m. to 8 p.m. today for parts of the Southern Tier and Central New York expanding the area to include more counties as well, and heat index values could reach 95 to 100 degrees today. Your WNBF Twin Tiers forecast some patchy fog this morning, increasing clouds, and again, highs in the low to mid-90s with that incredible heat index. For tonight, partly cloudy chance 
chance of showers and thunderstorms, patchy fog towards morning, low 70. Patchy fog Wednesday, otherwise partly sunny, a chance of afternoon showers and thunderstorms. Again, another hot day with highs around 90 degrees and heat index values in the upper 90s. And right now we're at 72 degrees. It's WNBF's First News Binghamton. I'm Doug Mosier along with Kathy White. Welcome to Tuesday morning, 616, and we'll check our date. It's Doug's Date Book on News Radio 1290, WNBF. June 29th, going all the way back to 1955. Well, we know it was in the Blackboard Jungle. It was released this year, but and June 29th, 1955, this song went number one on the singles charts. One, two, three o'clock, four o'clock, rock. Five, six, seven o'clock, eight o'clock, rock. Nine, ten, eleven o'clock, twelve o'clock, rock. We're gonna rock around the clock tonight. Put your flat bags on. Bill Haley and the Comets hit number one on the single charts with Rock Around the Clock. And then uh, later years, it was the theme song for Happy Days. All right, 1956, actress Marilyn Monroe married playwright Arthur Miller in Kentucky. And in 1963, Del Shannon hit the charts. No, not with Runaway. No, not with Hats Off to Larity. It was a Beatle cover, believe it or not. Del Shannon. bad version. Del Shannon had a lot of great hits. All right, that was 1963. And 1967, on this day, actress Jane Mansfield died at the age of 34. 1969, Jimi Hendrix performed for the last time with the experience in Denver. 1984, Bruce Springsteen and the E Street Band launched Born in the USA uh, tour in St. Paul. And in 1985, Mick Jagger and David Bowie released a version of Dancing in the Street. Why? I don't know why they did, but don't look at the video. It'll burn your eyes out. It's the horriblest, completely worst video I've ever seen. Don't look at it, folks. Look away. David Bowie and Mick Jagger recording their version of Dancing in the Streets. I think Martha and the Vandellas even went blind for a couple of days on that one. 1995, actress Lana Turner died at the age of 75. And in 2003, Catherine Hepburn died of natural causes in Connecticut at the age of 96. It's Gary Busey's birthday. He's 77. Comedian Richard Lewis, 74. Drummer Ian Pace of Deep Purple, 73. Actor turned congressional radio host Fred Gopher Grandy from The Love Boat. He's 73 today. Singer Don Dockin from Dockin, 68. Colin Hay from Men at Work, 68. Uh, Maria Conchita Alonso is 66 today. And actor Lance Bar from Young Shelton, and it's always sunny in Philadelphia, is 48 today. Actor Luke Kirby from The Marvelous Miss Maisel is 43. And Nicole Scherslinger from The Pussycat Dolls is 43 today. Those are the famous folks celebrating with us. First News Binghamton presents The Lighter Side with Doug and Kathy. On News Radio 1290, WNBF. Yes, indeed. Pass the Country Time Lemonade. Turn the fan on high or crank up the AC today, either way, because it's heating up to in the 90s with heat indexes close to 100 degrees. Kathy White. A couple of years ago, when it was weather like this, yeah. our AC went out. Oh, yeah, that's not fun. No, we were taking like buckets and putting ice in the buckets in front of the fans. 
to yeah. try to at least bring the temperatures down a little bit. Remember the days when we didn't have air conditioners in our home? They weren't as they weren't as consumer friendly at one point. At least when I was a kid, they weren't. We we had one that was in the upstairs bedroom mm-hmm. area, but the rest of the house was high. If we, dinner time, we went down in the basement. And we set up TV trays down in the basement. Yeah, it's cool in our basement. It's nice and cool down there. That's where my music room, my drum set, and some of the other music stuff that I have is. Because it's, you know, there and play. It's like, oh, this is great. I don't want to come back up. Um, but today is one of those days where you're going to want to stay out of the direct sunlight. Oh, absolutely. You know, and Kathy, yesterday I went to the movies. The yesterday actual I, movies? Yeah, I did. I actually went and saw A Quiet Place Part Two. Ooh, it was scary. a good movie. Good scary, movie. Scary, scary. It's scary, but the creature's horrible, man. That creature's like ugly, man. It is just really <laughs> Fell bad. out of the ugly tree, climbed up, and went for another round, huh? He, yeah, I'm telling <laughs> Hit you. Hit every branch on the way down. Well, the, the creatures can't see you. They can only hear you. Right. So you have to be careful. Uh, but in the first movie, if you watch it, they figured out a way to send some kind of a sound frequency where it makes them vulnerable, then they can kill them. So this one kind of expands on that. And it, of course, I'm not going to spoil it, but of course, as always, it leaves room for a sequel. Quiet well, and the funny three. thing was, they didn't want, they were really bucked doing a sequel. Yeah. And they had to get talked into it. And then I guess they got bored during the pandemic and said, yeah. Well, no, actually, this was supposed to come out prior to the pandemic, wasn't it? Yeah, it was. They held it off for a while. And I've been waiting to see this because I like the first one. I said, you know, I, I just enjoy these kind of movies. And it's not that it's like real scary. I can't sleep to begin with. And if I see anything like that, it's, <laughs> I'm, you know, I already dream that I'm being chased and everything else and well, i had a weird dream about disney world last night but anyway mickey mouse was chasing you ho, 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 Kathy, ho, ho. no <laughs> i'm kidding but no this is it isn't a horror movie so it's not like you're it's gonna a see suspenseful it. movie yeah, it's not it's, blood and gore i don't like those either no. and it's kind of an apocalyptic movie too you no, know I, I i comedies if i go to see anything it's like no yeah it's like jeez well no. anyway it is camera day hug holiday oh yeah it is international mud day and that wa- might feel good <laughs> rolling around in the mud <laughs> waffle iron day oh you don't need one of those it's hot enough to make pancakes without one you probably could camera day'd be nice though but i don't think anybody even owns a camera anymore do they? i do yeah but it's a digital one yeah though. it is you don't have to take i the film. love my 35 millimeter Oh, they were so, weren't they weren't they great back in the day? You could do so much with them with the depth of field and yeah. different yeah. Yeah, the the pictures taken like that on on you know the silver image pictures are just so much different, you know. I guess you call But it I analog. tell you some of these hundreds and hundreds of dollars of cameras that the professionals use. Oh yeah. man. I I was watching the the wedding photographer this weekend and mm-hmm. the, oh nice camera <laughs> yeah i'll bet they have some real they, nice they kind of have to yeah i'm sure they do so uh all right hydrate yourself today pets and uh, keep your pets out of direct sunlight make sure they're cool and have water as well i was kind of surprised that story that i had the little mention the last newscast yeah that the news release we got from PennDOT that i didn't realize it was only a year ago in may that uh governor wolf signed this thing that was protecting people from civil penalties if they do something to get a kid out of a hot car I didn't know that either, but uh, that's... It was only a year. Really? It took that long? 
Uh, there's there's been some terrible tragedies in the past because of that. And, yeah, you know, I mean, I know that it's more recent with whether or not you can legally help a, an animal that's left in a vehicle, which that should also be a no-brainer. Yeah, I, I would think so myself. But yeah, not Our, everybody thinks the same way we do. That's right. Most people do, though. I think our listening audience does. Stay cool, folks. And right now, and we'll check in with Kathy in just a minute. Right now, time for A Better Life with Dr. Sanjay Gupta, presented by UHS. A Better Life with Dr. Sanjay Gupta. Are you listening to this way too early in the morning? Maybe while you're driving your son or daughter to school? I'm Dr. Sanjay Gupta, CNN's chief medical correspondent. Today, I want to tell you about this really interesting experiment that researchers did out in Colorado. They changed up the start time of their school kids, making it so elementary school kids started the earliest, then middle school, then high school started the latest. They found no significant difference in how much elementary school kids slept. Middle school students went to bed a few minutes later, but also slept later and got about a half an hour more sleep at night. High school kids also went to bed later and slept later, getting another 46 minutes of sleep a night. That's a big deal, and this could be a great idea. One that I think maybe we should be doing across the country. You gotta think about what just makes most biological sense. I'm Dr. Sanjay Gupta, helping you live a better life. This is WNBF First News. Here's Kathy White. Good morning. It's 72 degrees at 631. The forecast for today, patchy fog this morning, otherwise increasing clouds, 50% chance of afternoon showers and thunderstorms. High in the low to mid-90s heat index values could reach as much as 100 degrees. The slow work of sifting through the remains of a collapsed Florida condo building stretches into a sixth day today as families desperate for progress endured a wretching wait for answers. Miami-Dade Mayor Daniela Levine Cava told reporters yesterday the wait for news was excruciating for relatives. The work has been deliberate and treacherous. Just two additional bodies were found yesterday, raising the count of confirmed dead to 11. That leaves 150 people still unaccounted for in the community of Surfside, just outside of Miami. Asian stock markets have declined for a second day after gains for U.S. tech stocks pushed Wall Street to a new high and the World Bank raised its forecast for China's economic growth. Market benchmarks in Shanghai, Tokyo, and Hong Kong retreated. Overnight, Wall Street's benchmark S&P 500 index added 0.2% as tech stocks rose, offsetting losses for other industries. Investors are looking ahead to this week's U.S. employment data for signs of whether the labor market and wages are heating up. That might add to inflation pressures that traders worry could prompt the Federal Reserve and other central banks to roll back economic stimulus. WMBF First News Time 632 add Shenango and Cortland counties to the National Weather Service's heat advisory region for today. The two counties were left out of a heat advisory issued by the Binghamton office yesterday, but NOAA's statement for the second day of an oppressive heat system expanded to include more counties in the southern tier and central New York, but still leaves out Delaware County and the northern tier of Pennsylvania. NOAA says the heat advisory is issued for 11 a.m. till 8 p.m. today for an area that stretches from Broome to beyond Syracuse and west past Elmira and Corning. There is a possibility unstable atmospheric conditions and high humidity could trigger thunderstorms. Any storms that develop could be capable of producing heavy rain, which could lead to localized flash flooding. 
A Johnson City man is facing several misdemeanor charges, but the activity surrounding his arrest raised alarm in a Binghamton neighborhood. Broome County Sheriff's officials say they attempted to arrest 25-year-old Nicholas Tomasetti at around 2.30 on Friday afternoon following a shoplifting report at Lowe's on Upper Front Street in the town of Shenango. Tomasetti reportedly took off in a Toyota Highlander driving on Interstate 81 and into the first ward where he eventually fled into St. Michael's parking lot off Clinton Street. He ditched the vehicle and ran off on foot. He was chased over a chain link fence under the railroad tracks running west. He scaled another chain link fence into the Big Lots parking lot off Glenwood Avenue where deputies took him into custody. Authorities say they found he was wanted on warrants in Binghamton for petty larceny and in Bradford County, Pennsylvania for theft of property. Thomas said he is charged with being a fugitive from justice four bench warrants for petty larceny, petty larceny, resisting arrest, fleeing a police officer, and reckless driving. All the charges are misdemeanors. Deputies were assisted by New York State Police and City of Binghamton Police. A key bank branch office that had been operating in downtown Binghamton for nearly five years is closed, and the literal signs of existence are removed. The operation at the corner of Court and State Street shuts its doors permanently on Friday. The company had announced plans to close that office back in March. The Buffalo News had reported Key Bank intends to reduce its total network by about 7% this year with the closure of more than 70 branches. Accounts at the Court Street office are being transferred to the Key Bank branch branch on Main Street on the west side. As the downtown branch closed Friday afternoon, the automatic teller machine was quickly removed. Workers began the process of removing the key bank signage on the building yesterday. The site has been home to a succession of bank branches over the years, including Chase Manhattan and First Niagara. It's 635 where news breaks first. News Radio 1290 WMBF and WMBF. Welcome to First News Binghamton. Now, Doug Mosier with sports on News Radio 1290 WNBF. One for Kucherov. High slot. Holds. Shoot score! Kucherov! What, what a shot by Kucherov, too. It's 4-1 <laughs> Lightning. And it ended up 5-1 Lightning as the Bolts draw first blood against the Canadians 5-1. Three wins away from joining the Flyers, the Islanders, the Penguins and the Oilers as the only expansion team to repeat as Stanley Cup champions. Of course, there's a long ways to go. But uh, they're up 1-0 in the series. Game 2 tomorrow night in sunny, hot, smoldering, humid Tampa. All right. Let's move on. Let's talk about the NBA last night. It was the Clippers and the Suns. Clippers up three games, or rather Phoenix up three games to one. But it was all Paul George. PG from left to right with 28 points. Gets a screen from Cousins, top of the key. Driving left, step it back, straight away three. He buries it. Paul George is in a zone. 31 points, and the Clippers go up 89-78. And he pulled in another 10, making it 41. 23 of those as the shorthanded Clippers down. The uh, Reggie Jackson, rather, added 23. And uh, George delivering 20 points in the third quarter, finishing 50, 15 for 20 from the field. An incredible outing, and they needed it. Clippers 116-102. to 102. Three games to two right now. Suns are up. Game five tomorrow night in L.A. Let's uh, talk about the Hawks and the Bucks. Game four is tonight, and uh, Atlanta Hawks are listing guard. Trey Young is questionable for game four. Not sure if he's going to be able to play. Had an ankle itch issue that happened when he stepped on uh, the foot of a referee. Uh, and the game the other night in Game 3. So, uh, 
Hawks coach Nate McMillan talks about Young and his ability to play tonight. You know, they they give me the okay that he can go and, uh, uh, you know, he won't injure himself or uh, or or do any more damage to uh, his body. Uh, we'll, we'll put him out there. But, you know, all of that uh, I will get tomorrow. All right. Young doesn't play, though. I don't think they stand a chance of beating the Bucs. It's going to be tough as it is anyway. Uh, Bucks are up two games to one right now. Game four tonight in Atlanta. In the American League, the Yankees falling to the Angels 5-3. Cleveland, Boston, and Baltimore all winners over in the National League. The Mets fall to the Nationals 8-4. Colorado, Cincinnati, St. Louis, Milwaukee, and the Dodgers all winners. Binghamton Rumble Ponies, a couple of accolades from the MILB. Player of the Week goes to Mark Vientis and pitcher of the week, Josh Walker, who helped combine with Andrew Mitchell to pitch that no-hitter in the 2-0 victory over Reading. Seventh no-hitter in franchise history. And so both players acknowledged. And, uh, yeah, Viento's been hitting really well. In fact, the, the Ponies have been hitting really well. So we'll see what happens tonight. They start off a six-game road trip in Rich to take on the Flying Squirrels. And then they're back again a week from today, July 6th, to face the New Hampshire Fisher Cats here for a six-game homestand at Rabbitoh Stadium in Binghamton. So congratulations to both Mark Vientis and Josh Walker. Go Ponies! And that's a look at sports. WNBF First News Time, 642. Traffic and weather together now on News Radio 1290 WNBF. Well, road conditions this morning. There was some patchy fog around the area. Other than that, not much going on. Road construction was supposed to begin on Riverside Drive, alternating lanes from Route 201 to the city line and over on Conklin Ave, Binghamton, Conklin Ave Bridge. Work set to begin this week, but with the heat the way it is, may not happen. Your WNBF Twin Tiers forecast, National Weather Service, heat advisory, 11 a.m. to 8 p.m. again today. Parts of the southern tier in central New York. Patchy fog this morning, otherwise increasing clouds. Chance of afternoon showers and thunderstorms. Highs in the low to mid-90s. Heat index values as high as 100. I won't be moving that wood out back today. Partly cloudy tonight. Chance of showers and thunderstorms. Patchy fog, low 70. And Wednesday... Partly sunny with a 70% chance of afternoon showers and thunderstorms. And again, a high near 90 with those heat index values in the upper 90s again. Looks like Thursday and Friday, things will cool down a little bit. Uh, We could see some thunderstorms and showers on both those days, Friday and Thursday, mostly cloudy. Temperatures in the mid-70s. And it looks like right into the weekend, starting to get a little bit cooler. So more seasonable for this time of year as we welcome July, though. July coming in on Thursday. So right now we're at 72 degrees. It's WNBF's First News Binghamton. I'm Doug Mosier along with Kathy White. Hey, good morning and thank you for making us a part. Welcome to First News Binghamton with Doug and Kathy on News Radio 1290 WNBF. Give it up for the heat indexes today. Country time lemonade for everyone. 
Don't forget to hydrate your pets. And that doesn't mean dump water on them. That means put water near them and keep them in cool places, too. Man, you know, we normally we don't get these this kind of heat index until, like, August. Do we? I don't... Uh, yeah, I haven't heard that we've broken any records, though. Another uh, misconception that people say, and you have not created, you have not uh, committed this fallacy or this crime. Yes. We are not having a heat wave. We are not having a heat wave. A heat wave has to be three days in a row of temperatures, official temperatures, so that would be at the airport, at 90 degrees or higher. So we had one, right, yesterday. I don't know what the high temperature was yesterday. Well, it was 90 at my house. Well, that you're not the airport, are you? But I'm kind of on the same plateau. It's windy up there on the hill. Yes, um, it is. But uh, I don't know. And then today it looks like it's going to be 90, and then tomorrow it looks like it's going to be 90. So it could be, it's possible, it could be a heat wave. You know? 6, 21. He's going to find out the official temperature for yesterday, the high. I'm trying to find this out. That's all uh, right. Past weather, Binghamton, New York, yesterday and last two days. Official mm-hmm. high and low temperatures vary slightly. Yes. Um, like, they have it written out in, in like, meteorological ease. So I'm yeah. trying to find exactly where it says what the temperature was. Yeah, those people aren't journalists, that's for sure. They always put all the information first. The sky conditions are, like, last. You're buried in the middle. Yeah, right. You know? It looks like... It might have been 89. Yeah. 89? Ooh, we're just below. Fair. Uh, so what do they call it? conditions clear, 89. Dew point was 67. And what time was this? This would have been 1453. All right. That was 253? This the heat yesterday? index at that time was 92, was the heat index. The heat index, but that doesn't count, right? No, it has to be the ambient air temperature. So, folks, we missed it by that Damn much. much. <laughs> Just a little bit. <laughs> But, uh, still, but it has to be three days in a row of officially at 90 or higher to be a heat wave. Yeah, I'm like, I got home and... It's like uh, when people say it's a blizzard. No, it's got to be a certain amount of yeah. snow and wind and, you know. Yeah, it, it was very, very hot yesterday. And again, we've got it the same today, folks. Low to mid-90s predicted and the heat index values close to 100. Yeah, I'm seeing the heat index the 95 for tomorrow as well. I thought it was going to break by now or by by tomorrow. Yeah, me too. But they're still saying 95 for a heat index for tomorrow with a 70% chance of showers and thunderstorms. That's the thing is the chance of the showers and thunderstorms is is going up a little bit. I guess they had some splash and dashers yesterday, not at my house. Mm-hmm. But uh, today it's a 40% chance, tonight 60% chance, 70% chance for t- uh, tomorrow, 70% chance for tomorrow night, 80% chance for Thursday, and then our temperature on Thursday is being projected for the upper 70s, about 78 degrees. It's going to be cool. For, uh, yeah, it's cool at 78. <laughs> wear your ice packs today, folks, and uh, oh, yeah. more information on that coming up. And Kathy has local headlines for you in a couple minutes as well. Right now, time for our Consumer and Tech Update. Here's Kim Commando. Six years ago, Microsoft announced that the current version, Windows 10, would be the last. Today, even Microsoft executives are surprised that Windows 11 is on its way. I'm Kim Commando with Why the Change, brought to you by T-Mobile. Their advanced network now goes farther than ever before. Visit T-Mobile.com slash 55 today. 
Blame it on the pandemic's global microprocessor chip shortage. With Windows running 90% of the world's desktop and laptops, a radically new operating system would be a complete disaster if it required a new computer. This also guarantees that Windows is going to be around at least until the end of the decade. Among other things, Windows 11 looks a lot like the Mac operating system with modern icons and a taskbar at the center bottom of the screen. It can also run Android apps, a welcome addition for many customers. The largest shipments of PCs in Windows' 36-year history is happening right now. While Windows 11 run on your computer, you can find the steps on how to check right now at commando.com. This is a metaphor for your business's journey. Sometimes it feels like the world is throwing everything it has at you. And to succeed, you need someone to guide you through. That's what Dell Technologies Advisors do. They have the tech advice to help you navigate whatever challenges you're up against and get you safely to where you want to be. For advice on solutions like XPS 13 laptops powered by Intel Evo Platform, call an advisor today at 877-ASK-DELL. School's out for summer, but if your business is running QuickBooks, you'll never get a break. NetSuite by Oracle is the number one cloud financial system, no matter how big your business grows. With visibility and control of your financials, inventory, HR, e-commerce, and more, NetSuite is everything you need to grow all in one place. NetSuite's offering a one-of-a-kind special financing program for those ready to graduate today. Head to NetSuite.com slash Kim right now. NetSuite.com slash Kim. That's NetSuite.com slash Join Bob Joseph weekday mornings, 9 till noon for Binghamton Now. Interesting guests around the community, along with your comments and opinions on News Radio 1290. Traffic and weather together now on News Radio 1290 WNBF. Well, road conditions looking good this morning. No accidents to report. Uh, possibly some construction work underway, depending on uh, weather and how hot it gets today. But uh, pavement uh, was to begin working on the road on Riverside Drive, alternating lanes from two, Route 201 to the city line and over on the Binghamton-Conklin Avenue Bridge. Work is to scheduled to begin there, too. Otherwise, patchy fog this morning, chance of afternoon showers and thunderstorms, and the National Weather Service has issue, issued a heat advisory from 11 a.m. to 8 p.m. today. Uh, we'll see temperatures in the low to mid-90s with heat indexes as high as 100 degrees. Partly cloudy tonight. Showers and thunderstorms possible. Some patchy fog towards morning, low 70. And then Wednesday, partly sunny, 70% chance of afternoon showers and thunderstorms. And again, highs around 90. Heat index values as high as upper 90s, 97 or better. It gets a little cooler for Thursday and Friday. Mostly cloudy both days. Chance of showers and thunderstorms. Upper 70s Thursday, mid-70s on Friday. And right now we're at 72 already and heating up, getting warmer as uh, we get into our Tuesday routine here. Doug Mosier along with Kathy White. Kathy's got the latest local news for you. We'll get to that coming up in just a couple of minutes. ABC World headlines as well, just moments away and sports in there. And another hour of WNBF First News Binghamton. Bob Joseph coming your way this morning a little after 9 with Binghamton Now. Your chance to call in, talk about what's on your mind, interesting guests on the program, and then the Dan Bongino Show from noon to 3, right here on WNBF News Radio 1290, followed by Sean Hannity, Mark Levin, John Batchelor, Red Eye Radio, First Light, and First News Binghamton with Doug and Kathy again. We get to do it tomorrow again on Hump Day. On this date in 1985, one of the worst videos ever 
was released with David Bowie and Mick Jagger singing their version of Dancing in the Street. You don't have to look at it, but you can listen to it. Okay. ABC News. Mick and David doing some Dancing in the Street. Look out, Martha and the Vandellas. and information. This is News Radio 1290, WNBF Binghamton and WNBF. This is WNBF First News. Here's Kathy White. Good morning. It is 73 degrees at 704. The forecast for today, patchy fog this morning, otherwise increasing clouds, a 50% chance of afternoon showers and thunderstorms, high in the low to mid-90s. The National Weather Service has issued a heat advisory from 11 a.m. to 6 p- or till 8 p.m. again today for parts of the southern tier in central New York, but is expanding the area to include more counties. Heat index values could reach between 95 and 100 today. Unlike yesterday, Cortland and Shenango County are now included, but Delaware and the northern tier of Pennsylvania are still not in the advisory area. Strong thunderstorms are a possibility through Wednesday night before the hot, humid conditions start to back off in the region. Federal prosecutors say six Tioga County residents are among nine defendants arrested in a major drug bust. Authorities say 51-year-old David Wemmer, 40-year-old Jennifer Patton, 45-year-old Brandon Van Norman, 34-year-old David Cobb, and 44-year-old Eni Roppers, Olive Spencer, and 34-year-old Philip Ito of Owego are also accused, along with three Michigan residents, of money laundering and federal firearms offenses. Arrests from June 17th through June 29th broke up a gang trafficking heroin, methamphetamine, and cocaine. Officials with the U.S. Attorney's Office Northern District say Wemmer and Patton and the three Michigan suspects face 10 years to life in prison and $10 million in fines if convicted for possession with intent to distribute those drugs. Van Orman faces between 5 and 40 years. Akiarito faces up to 10 years in prison, Cobb up to 10 years, and Roppers up to 20 years in prison and hundreds of dollars of fines each if they're convicted of the drug distribution, conspiracy, weapons, and other charges. Several of the defendants appeared in federal court in Binghamton, while others appeared before magistrates in the District of Nevada and Western District of Michigan. All are currently being detained pending further proceedings. 
New York State Police are investigating a serious all-terrain vehicle crash in Delaware County. Troopers say 35-year-old Raina Andrews of Davenport lost control of the ATV on McGillwain Road near 96th Road in Davenport, left the road, hit a ditch, and was ejected shortly uh, shortly from after 11 p.m. from the vehicle. The state police say that the woman suffered serious injuries and was airlifted to Upstate University Medical Center in Syracuse. Delaware County Sheriff's officials say they had to fish a New Jersey couple out of the east branch of the Delaware River Saturday after they hit a deep spot while trying to drive across the river. To make matters worse for the pair, deputies found 30-year-old Brian Olin of La, La Valette was wanted on a warrant for a felony charge. It's not clear why the couple decided to take their Toyota Tacoma pickup truck across the river without using a bridge. The truck became partially submerged and disabled in the deep water under the Corbett Bridge. There were no injuries. Olin is charged with being a fugitive from justice and was sent to the Delaware County Jail to be held without bail, waiting to be picked up by the authorities from New Jersey. WMBF News Time, 708. Broome County Executive Jason Garner is among local elected officials praising the settlement announced by State Attorney General Letitia James with Johnson & Johnson for its role in the opioid crisis. The company agreed to pay up to $238 million to New York State in the largest monetary settlement ever secured by James' office. The Attorney General has been gathering reaction from officials around the state on the heels of Friday's announcement. In a news release provided by James' office, Garner called the settlement, quote, a huge win for the people of Broome County and says the county will be able to make more investments in drug intervention treatment and prevention programs. Assemblywoman Donna Lopardo, also a Democrat, is quoted in the news release as saying it's important that payments go directly to prevention, early intervention, and treatment. Johnson & Johnson is downplaying the AG's announcement, saying the deal does not indicate any wrongdoing and the ban on manufacturing and selling the opioids applies to drugs that already were no longer being marketed in the United States. It's 7.09, where news breaks first. News Radio 1290 WMBF and WMBF.com. It's the annual Independence Day celebration in Montrose, Pennsylvania, July 4th and 5th. At dusk on July 4th, fireworks at the Montrose Area High School. Then Monday, July 5th, a big day. Pancake breakfast, Independent Day races, over 100 art and craft vendors on the green. The huge patriotic parade with the home theme, Thanking Our Heroes. Parade begins at 11 o'clock. Plenty of food, vendors, and all during the all-day celebration. Your host the Kiwanis and Lions Clubs. This is WMBS Bill Flynn inviting you to hear our live coverage with me and Kevin Bigsby 8 o'clock in the morning on WMBF 1290. Proudly sponsored by the Daniel K. Regan Funeral Home, Overhead Door Company, Montrose Parade Committee, Little Nelson Insurance Agency, Lopke Rock Products, Montrose Motors, and Endless Mountain Healthcare Systems. 
Catch the Dan Bongino Show weekdays, noon to 3, on News Radio 1290 WNBF. What a tremendous honor to announce the launch of the Dan Bongino Show. I grew up a fan of conservative talk radio, so it's really hard to believe I'm here announcing the launch of my own show. We've done some great work in conjunction with a loyal audience in the digital podcast space with the Dan Bongino Show podcast and on social media and some of my work in the, at being a tech entrepreneur as well. But having my own show on terrestrial radio stations across the country is just an unimaginable honor for me. I grew up on a healthy diet of Rush Limbaugh, God rest his soul, Mark Levin, and Sean Hannity. Combine that with my experiences in the Secret Service as a Secret Service agent and with the NYPD, and I think you're going to have a really incredible show you'll be proud of. Thank you all. It means the world to me. I really appreciate it. And again, this is a tremendous honor to announce the launch of the Dan Bongino Show on stations across the country. Thank you very much for your time. Catch the Dan Bongino Show weekdays, noon to 3, on News Radio 1290 WNBF. Welcome to First News Binghamton. Now, Doug Mosier with sports on News Radio 1290 WNBF. First hitting two run homer and a swing and a drive. Deep right center field. Way back. Going, going. Bang! Zoom goes Kyle Schwarber on a 3 1 pitch with home run number 24. Yes, and 15 home runs in a 17 day span. Kyle Schwarber homering twice last night as the Nats beat the Mets 8 to 4. Schwarber socked in a 1 0 fastball. You heard the guy bang, zoom, using a Ralph Cramden. Uh, metaphor there or whatever. Uh, anyway, uh, Nats win 8-4. to Colorado, Cincinnati, St. Louis, Milwaukee, the Dodgers winners over the American League. Yankees fall flat. Uh, they uh, fell to the Angels, even though Dylan Bundy threw up on the mound because of heat exhaustion. I think Yankee fans were getting sick, too. 5-3, uh, to three, Yanks lose. Cleveland, Boston, and Baltimore. All winners. All right. Yesterday was the first game of the NHL Finals. The Bolts and the Canadiens. Great in point of the power play. Wraps it back for Kucherov. Top of the right circle. Kucherov. Wheel center point. Left circle stamp goes. Shoots. Score! Well, Kucherov hung in there. He was whacked. He was slashed. And he gets another point setting up the stamp goes power play. And the Tampa Bay Lightning winning the first. They strike first. 5-1 to one over the Canadiens. And Nikita Kucherov providing a pair of third-period goals. Kucherov! I'm impressed I can even say that. In the NBA yesterday, it was the Clippers and the Phoenix Suns in L.A. Uh, with the uh, Suns up three, uh, game, the three games to one yesterday, it was, until Paul George. On the right wing, driving right against Bridges, snatch it back behind the back, straight away with 15 to shoot. George dancing on Bridges, straight away jumper from 20. It's good! Paul George ties his playoff career high with 39. Hands it up with 41, and uh, yeah, the Phoenix Suns are now still uh, in command, but... Uh, the Clippers stave off elimination with a win yesterday, 116-102. to 102. And uh, three games to two right now. Back to L.A. for game number six. And the Atlanta Hawks and Milwaukee Bucks going at it tonight down in Atlanta. Trey Young questionable whether or not he'll play. Coach Nat, Nat McMillan, Nate McMillan. They, they give me the okay that he can go and, uh, uh, you know, he won't injure himself or, uh, or, or do any more damage to uh, his body. Uh, we'll, we'll put him out there. But, you know, all of that uh, I will get tomorrow. We're not sure if we'll know. I don't know if Kenny, Shaq, and the rest of the guys will know before game time or not. But uh, his availability still in question. Without Young, Bucks. 
are going to, in the immortal words of Grandpa Munster, not a chance, Busta. Yeah, the Bucks will win if Young cannot play for the Hawks. No moss. Ah, that is a look at sports. WNBF First News Time, 714. Traffic and weather together now on News Radio 1290 WNBF. Well, road construction may be uh, postponed today because of the heat advisory the National Weather Service has laid on us. Riverside Drive is supposed to be paved from Route 201 to the Binghamton Line and the Southside Conklin Avenue Bridge doing some construction work over there, too, but that may not happen today. The National Weather Service has issued a heat advisory, 11 a.m. to 8 p.m. today, parts of the southern tier in central New York, with heat indexes how high, Doug? Could be up to 100 degrees. Temperatures today, low to mid-90s, increasing clouds and chance of some afternoon showers and thunderstorms. We'll welcome those. For tonight, partly cloudy, chance of showers and thunderstorms, patchy fog towards morning, low 70. Wednesday, patchy fog in the morning, Otherwise, partly sunny. Chance of afternoon showers and thunderstorms. A high near 90. Again, heat indexes up there in the upper 90s. And maybe a little respite from this on Thursday and Friday. Mostly cloudy both days. Chance of showers and thunderstorms. Upper 70s on Thursday. Mid-70s on Friday. So that's what we have for you right now. We'll keep you updated. We're at 72 degrees at WNBF First News Binghamton. Doug Mosier along with Kathy White. Good morning to you. It's 7... Welcome to First News Binghamton on News Radio 1290 WNBF. Here's Doug Mosier. Well, gearing up for a great weekend coming our way here with, uh, of course, the Dick Sporting Goods Open. Friday, Saturday, and Sunday at Enjoy. It's back again this year. We're excited about that. And our own Roger Neal will be doing our broadcasting from Enjoy. We're even more excited about that. We had Roger in last week with us. Uh, in fact, he's going to come in today. We're going to be talking not probably not on the show uh, unless he comes in before 9, but uh, we'll uh, be putting stuff together for you. And beginning on Friday from Enjoy, we'll have uh, reports from the leaderboard and what's going on and right into Saturday and Sunday as well with our own Roger Neal. And then on Monday, it's the big Montrose 4th of July celebration and our own Bill Flynn along with Kevin Bixby will be on location in beautiful Montrose, Pennsylvania for their festivities and uh, they do it up well every year. So we're excited about that. And we'll be hearing from them on Monday morning as well. So we've tied in a lot of local sponsors, and you're hearing some of those here on our station. Uh, We always support our our local businesses and organizations, and because they support us, and they're proud supporters of the Dick Sporting Goods Open and the Montrose celebrations on July 5th. Now, there will be fireworks on Sunday night at the Montrose High School, uh, and I believe there's some at Highland Park, and there may be some down in Newego. Not sure about that. I know the Hickory's a lot of times does have fireworks. I know they're doing their Central New York Firemen's Association annual convention coming up on July 8th. It'll be Thursday, Friday, Saturday, and Sunday with all kinds of things going on. And uh, we'll get more information on that, I'm sure. But uh, they'll be doing things all over the place. In downtown, they'll have fireworks as well on the 9th of July and uh, block party and just all kinds of things. It's nice to see our organizations and communities opening up again and uh, allowing us because really that's these kind of things really define our area. You know, Speedy Fest, 
uh, fireworks at Highland Park, Montrose Fireworks, Dick's Sporting Goods Opens, uh, all the different things that we do, July Fest, everything that we have every year uh, is just uh, uh, you know a part of our community, something we've grown to uh, embrace and be a part of every year. So it's nice to see that stuff starting to come back. It's almost like waking up from a dream, you know, don't you think? WNBF First News Time. It is 722. Let's check in with Wall Street. Monday ended with fresh highs for the NASDAQ and the S&P with traders buying up tech stocks. The NASDAQ composite finished up 1%. The S&P gained fractionally. The Dow finished down 150 points, about a half percent, at 34,283. The worldwide recovery is being fueled by money and demand from the U.S. Economists tell the Wall Street Journal that trillions in federal COVID aid has set the U.S. economy up to play the same role that China did after the 2008 financial crisis. At the same time, the U.S.-based China Beige Book finds that Chinese businesses and consumers are not as optimistic on the economy as overall data might indicate. The number of retailers in China taking out loans has fallen to a record low. Years of complaints that e-cigarette giant Juul has driven a surge in teen vaping has ended with a court settlement. A $40 million fine is being paid by Juul to the state of North Carolina. Jim Ryan, ABC News. Thank you, Jim. WNBF First News Time, 723. We'll get an entertainment update. And Karen Sweet O'Neill join us in just a minute. 72 degrees. A hot one today. First News Wake up with the news and information you can trust. This is WNBF First News. Here's Doug Mosher. Good morning to you. And uh, at this time, we're going to bring in our friend Karen Sweet O'Neill from KSO Insurance Solutions. Good morning, Karen. Good morning, Doug. How are you? I'm doing fine. And how are you on this fine, sweltering morning? <laughs> <laughs> you know, the mornings are kind of nice, but they... They get hot really fast, don't they? You know, yesterday afternoon, Karen, it started, uh, we got a little bit of rain, and, and it just, I went out and sat on the porch. I'm like, ah, this is so nice. I almost walked out into the rain. It does cool it down. I know. It's been pretty darn hot, that's for sure. <laughs> it has. Well, things are heating up with uh, with people looking at maybe uh, their finances, looking at life insurance, long-term care insurance, senior <laughs> health insurance, and, you know, different ways that, uh, of course, uh, everybody's life is different. There's all kinds of things that we do in our daily lives, but uh, I mean, we're looking ahead to maybe retirement as well. And every week on Wednesday, you give us the KSO Insurance Solution Tip of the Week, and what are we going to talk about tomorrow? Well, we're going to talk about how to survive a financial emergency or avoid one in the first place. And I have to tell you, I'm going to Yogi Bear this article, and that's what we're going to talk about. It's the new uh, AARP magazine that came out, and it's really a good article about different, you know, obstacles and incidents that can happen to us. That's going, that are going to cost us money, Doug. Yeah. And how you can number one maybe avoid them, or number two, if you didn't avoid them, how you can keep the cost down if you have, let's say, a dental emergency, or a flood, you know, in your basement, or you know, you need a new pair of glasses because you just stepped on your glasses, <clears throat> and things of that nature, and how much it should cost you, and how much people are actually spending for things because they're in a, you know. <clears throat> They're in a not a crisis necessarily, but in a financial situation that they didn't count on. 
And I'm sure that happens a lot. You know, people make plans. You've got it in your head. You've got a plan. You even have, maybe even have it down on paper. But one of the things maybe you don't factor in is what if there's an emergency? What if something happens? What are you going to do? Right. And how much... <clears throat> How much money should you put out to fix that problem? You know, what if, you know, the wind did blow over a tree and hit your car? Hmm. Well, or your neighbor's shed. Yeah. <laughs> you know, and how much should that really cost? Uh, the, the bare basics and that kind of thing so that people don't say, oh, well, I called this guy or this operation and they charged me this amount. And it's like, wow, you just paid three times what you should have paid. You know, and as Forrest mm-hmm. Gump says, sometimes that happens. So, uh, you know, <laughs> Very good. And, and that's the thing, Karen. And, and so, uh, yeah, definitely be listening tomorrow morning, folks, around 725, because Karen's going to tell us about some situations and maybe how you can uh, prepare for these emergencies should they come up. And, Karen, if people are not maybe not experiencing an emergency, or maybe they are, or maybe they have some questions and they would like to have you as their insurance, health insurance and life insurance advisor, what's the best way to get a hold of you? They can contact us several ways. They can give us a call at 772-4898. They can Google us, excuse me, at KSO Insurance, and all of our contact information will come up. Or, Doug, simply go to a phone book, and we have a big display ad under insurance in the yellow pages. All right, and uh, make sure you have that fan and AC cranked up, Karen. We want you cool tomorrow morning. (laughs) I'll do my best. (laughs) All right, we'll talk to you then. All right, Doug, take care. (laughs) Bye now. All right, Karen Sweet O'Neill, Insurance Solutions, our KSO Insurance Tip of the Week tomorrow morning about 725 here on News Radio 1290 WNBF. This is WNBF First News. Here's Kathy White. Good morning. It is currently 73 degrees at 7.30. Forecast for today, a 40% chance of afternoon showers and thunderstorms. High in the low to mid-90s, heat index values as high as 100. The slow work of sifting through remnants of a collapsed Florida condo building have stretched now into its sixth day as families desperate for progress endured a wrenching wait for answers. Two additional bodies were found yesterday, raising the count in Surfside, Florida, of the confirmed dead to 11. That leaves 150 people still unaccounted for. President Joe Biden will look to sell voters on the economic benefits of the 973 billion dollar infrastructure package when he travels to Wisconsin today. He hopes the trip will boost the bipartisan agreement that it has held together in large part by the promise of millions of new jobs. With travel booming again, United Airlines has a big announcement planned for today. One day after United announced it is profitable for the first time since the beginning of the pandemic, today United announcing it is making its largest aircraft order in the airline's history and the largest order for the industry as a whole in over a decade. United will buy 270 narrow-body jets worth around $30 billion. It'll include up to 200 Boeing 737 MAX jets and 70 Airbus a 320 Neo aircraft. United has a need to replace its older single aisle planes like A320s and 757s. These orders will do that. Alex Stone, ABC News. WMBF First News Time 732. Add Shenango and Cortland counties to the National Weather Service's heat advisory region for today. 
The two counties were left out of the heat advisory issued by the Binghamton office yesterday, but NOAA's statement for the second day of an oppressive heat system expanded to include more counties in the southern tier and central New York, but still leaves Delaware County and the northern tier of Pennsylvania out. NOAA says a heat advisory is issued for 11 a.m. till 8 p.m. today for an area that stretches roughly from Broome to beyond Syracuse and west past Elmira and Corning. Hot, humid conditions for a second day could pull the heat index values to as high as 95 to 100, greatly increasing chances of heat-related illness like heat exhaustion and stroke. A Johnson City man is facing several misdemeanor charges, but the activity surrounding his arrest raised alarm in one Binghamton neighborhood. Broome County Sheriff's officials say they attempted to arrest 25-year-old Nicholas Tomasetti at around 2.30 Friday afternoon following a shoplifting report at Lowe's on Upper Front Street in the town of Shenango. Tomasetti reportedly drove off in a Toyota Highlander driving on Interstate 81 and into the First Ward where he eventually fled onto St. Michael's parking lot off Clinton Street. He ditched the vehicle and ran off on foot. He was chased over a chain-link fence onto the railroad tracks running west. He scaled another chain-link fence into the Big Lots parking lot off Glenwood Avenue, where the deputies took him into custody. Authorities say they found he was wanted on warrants in Binghamton for petty larceny and in Bradford County, Pennsylvania, for theft of property. A Dryden couple is facing felony counts after New York State Police investigated someone recklessly target shooting in the area of Single Signal Tower Road on June 4th. The troopers say they later found 38-year-old Carol Westerling, a convicted felon who wasn't supposed to have a gun, was the alleged shooter. Westerling and 34-year-old Maria Little were found June 21st in possession of a number of guns, some of them stolen, suspected methamphetamine, and a stolen 20-foot trailer when authorities executed a search warrant at Westerling's home. Westerling is charged with felony counts of criminal possession of a controlled substance and criminal possession of a weapon. He's also charged with misdemeanor counts of reckless endangerment and criminal possession of a weapon. Little is charged with felony counts of criminal possession of a controlled substance and criminal possession of a weapon. Westerling is being held with a, without bail. Little was sent to the Tompkins County Jail on $5,000 bail. An Endicott building that had become a trouble spot may be torn down as part of an effort to remake Washington Avenue in Endicott. Village Mayor Linda Jackson says removing the structure at 10 Washington Avenue on the west side of the street near North Street would make it easier for people to get to a municipal parking lot. The mayor says she's hoping the village might be able to obtain that now vacant building for a reasonable price. It's 735 where news breaks first. News Radio 1290 WMBF and WMBF. Welcome to First News Binghamton. Now, Doug Mosier with sports on News Radio 1290 WNBF. One for Kucherov. High slot. Holds. Shoot score! Kucherov! What, what a shot by Kucherov, too. It's 4 1 Lightning. <laughs> and the Tampa Bay strike first with a 5 1 victory over the Canadians in game one of the NHL finals. And you heard it. Kucherov providing a pair of third period goals, registering an assist, and the Lightning whipped the Canadians. So we'll see what happens. Will the Tampa Bay Lightning? Join the Philadelphia Flyers, New York Islanders, Pittsburgh Penguins, and Edmonton Oilers as the only expansion team to repeat as Stanley Cup champions. That is yet to remain. They've got to win three more games, and it's not going to be that easy. Canadians are not going to just lay down on the ice, right? All right, checking uh, the NBA yesterday. It was all Paul George as the Clippers gain another notch and stave off elimination. 
with a 116-102 win over Phoenix. Paul George had 41 points, much needed. Game 5 tomorrow night in L.A. They'll try to knot it up and force a Game 7. We'll wait and see what's going on there. For tonight, the Atlanta Hawks may not have Trey Young. It all depends on how his ankle is doing. Uh, Young apparently... Uh, suffered a bone bruise when he twisted his right ankle in a freak encounter with an official's foot late in the third quarter of Game 3. Hawks coach Nate McMillan. Uh, he's he's feeling okay. I mean, he's he's you know disappointed in the loss, uh, but just as most guys, you know, they have something that's going on. You know, whether it's an injury or some soreness. And all right, and we'll wait and see what's going on. We may not go know until game time tonight. If Trey Young doesn't play, it's going to be very difficult for the Bucks. I mean, very difficult for the Hawks to defeat the Bucks in this uh, Eastern Conference final matchup. Over in the American League, Yankees lose to the Angels 5-3. to Cleveland, Boston, Baltimore, all winners over in the National League. Nationals beat the Mets 8-4. to Colorado, Cincinnati, St. Louis, Milwaukee, and the Dodgers all winners. Rumble Ponies organization got word that uh, Mark Vientos and pitcher Josh Walker, recognized as the MILB Northeast's player and pitcher of the week. Vientos, uh, of course, uh, 11 home runs for the season. He had home runs five of six consecutive games the week of June 21st and batting 400 during that stretch. 11 home runs leads the team this year. Josh Walker named Northeastern League Pitcher of the Week for his part in a no-hitter last week in which he pitched uh, six no-hit innings and combined with closer Andrew Mitchell in a 2-0 thrilling no-hit victory in Reading against the Fighting Phils. Binghamton uh, starts a six-game series on the road tonight in Richmond to take on the Flying Squirrels. They'll return home next Tuesday, July 6th, to face the New Hampshire Fisher Cats in the six-game homestand here at Morabito Stadium. Congratulations to Mark Vientos and Josh Walker and Go Ponies. WNBF First News Time, 740. Traffic and weather together now on News Radio 1290 WNBF. Well, it's like a heat wave, and it sort of kind of is almost. It's going to be hot today. Patchy fog this morning. Once that burns off, increasing clouds, chance of afternoon showers and thunderstorms. National Weather Service has issued a heat advisory from 11 a.m. to 8 p.m. today. Temperatures in the low to mid-90s. Heat index values as high as 100 today. Partly cloudy tonight. Chance of showers and thunderstorms and maybe some patchy fog towards morning. Low of 70. Wednesday, pretty much the same. Partly sunny. Chance of showers and afternoon thunderstorms. High near 90. Heat index values up the upper 90s. And a little cooler for Thursday and Friday. Mostly cloudy both days. Chance of showers and thunderstorms. Upper 70s Thursday, mid-70s. On Friday into the weekend, looks like temperatures in the mid-70s to start our big 4th of July weekend as well. And right now we're at 72 degrees. It's WNBS First News Binghamton. I'm Doug Mosier along with Kathy White. We welcome you. It's 7. To the new Samburski Eye Anesthetics. Our brand new state-of-the-art facility at 530 Columbia Drive in Johnson City has been designed completely around you. Get the professional service you deserve with simple end-to-end eye care. Improve your vision with laser procedures performed by Dr. Dan. Daniel Samburski right here on site. And now get rejuvenating treatments for your skin and body. Experience Samburski Eye Anesthetics. See and feel better than ever before.
Welcome to First News Binghamton with Doug Mosier on News Radio 1290 WNBF. And we are excited to be here, but I got to tell you, it's going to be a hot day today with heat indexes as high as 100 degrees. National Weather Service issuing a heat advisory from 11 a.m. to 8 p.m. today. So, pretty much more of what we had yesterday. Allow yourself uh, some time to get around a little bit. If you're walking anywhere, make sure you don't stay overexposed in the sun. And as always, hydrate yourself, hydrate your pets. And if you're going to uh, drink libations, do it in moderation as well, and not right in the middle of the sun. You know, but most of us aren't doing that at this early in the day. Right now we're at 72 degrees. It's WNBF's First News Binghamton. Doug Mosier along with Kathy White. 746 right now. Samsung and Google and their smartwatch synergy. ABC's Chuck Saverson. We're learning new details about Samsung and Google's smartwatch partnership. For years, Samsung has used an in-house operating system for its smartwatches called Tizen instead of Google's ubiquitous Wear OS platform. That is until earlier this year. They're going to basically merge together the best of Wear OS and the best of Tizen into a new operating system. Android authorities C. Scott Brown says at this week's Mobile World Congress Tech Conference, we got a better idea of what the new OS could look like. Everything looked exactly like Wear OS. So if nothing else, we are 99.9% sure that the base level of this brand new operating system will be Wear OS and not Tizen. But Samsung did make some tweaks. One of them being uh, auto app installations. So let's say you install Spotify on your smartphone, the Spotify app would automatically install as well on your watch. With Tech Trends, Chuck Severson, ABC News. Thank you, Chuck. WNBF First News Time is 747, and let's get an entertainment update. ABC Entertainment News. Ready, set, play! Martin Sheen knows a thing or two about football. He plays one of the coaches in 12 Mighty Orphans film based on the true story of a Depression-era high school football team made up of orphans. And he tells me he played when he was a kid, though it's probably best he became an actor. I played quarterback, and uh, we played offense and defense. And I was prone to injury. I was small and uh, very fast, but uh, not fast enough sometimes to get out of the way of the bigger guys. <laughs> 12 Mighty Orphans is in theaters now. It had to be you. Annie Live has its Daddy Warbucks. Harry Connick Jr. has been cast as the prickly but lovable billionaire for the upcoming Live Annie musical airing on NBC. Taraji P. Henson already cast as Miss Hannigan, and a nationwide search is on for the title role. Also word that John Wick 4 has started production. And happy birthday to Colin Jost. The Saturday Night Live co-head writer is 39 today. Jason Nathanson, ABC News. Hollywood. Thank you, Jason. WNBF First News Time is 747. Authorities say a passenger was taken to the hospital after he jumped out of a moving plane at Los Angeles International Airport. Authorities say United Express Flight 5365 was pulling away from a gate Friday evening when the man tried to breach the cockpit, then open the service door and jump down the emergency slide onto the taxiway. His injuries aren't considered life-threatening. It's the second disruption at LAX in two days. Authorities say on Thursday evening a driver plowed through a fence onto the airfield at the FedEx cargo facility before he was taken into custody. What, is there something in the water here or something? What did he say? Him say, you big dummy. All right. Fun facts coming up. First news thing on You win. 
And a very hot day ahead of us. It may be hazy and lazy, but uh, summer has brought us some real hot temperature. And with it, a National Weather Service heat advisory today from 11 a.m. to 8 p.m. with temperatures could be around 100 degrees with heat indexes as temperatures will hit low to mid-90s today. So, uh, yeah, heat index values could reach, as I mentioned, 95 to 100. Unlike yesterday, Cortland and Shenango counties are now included. And I don't know, I'm sure it was hot in Cortland and Shenango counties as well yesterday. So uh, we've got the heat wave conditions, uh, although Kathy says heat waves have to be at least three days of 90-plus degree weather, and we didn't quite hit that yesterday. Apparently, it was 89.9999999, I think, point nine. Anyway, we were close. Close enough for me. Hot, it doesn't matter, right? 89 or 90, it doesn't matter, especially when you have heat index close to 100 degrees. So uh, be careful. Stay out of the direct sunlight. Hydrate yourself. I don't have to tell you this, do I? No. You're, you're a pretty logical person. I'm sure you are. You know? I was talking to Kathy about back in the day. Back in the day, you didn't really have as many consumer air conditioners. People had them, but they weren't as common as they are now. Just about everybody has them. You know? We had the big fan in my grandmother's room. You know, it was blowing all over the place. Your hair was blowing all over the place. And everything in the picture frames falling off the shelves. And Right? back then now you got the everybody's got air conditioners so anyway yeah 72 degrees to start things off time to test your knowledge of facts and fiction with a little help from america's most cantankerous judge it's wnbf's that's the truth or that's baloney yes indeed don't give me baloney why because i don't like baloney well we have some it might be a, a heated up baloney sandwich today though All right, fun fact, since today, in uh, respects to other days, is National Camera Day, or just Camera Day. So I thought maybe we'd do some fun facts today on cameras. Why not? All right. Let's see how much you know about cameras and camera facts. I can find this sheet. I think it melted. My sheet melted, folks. <laughs> Where did it go? I'll just bring it up here on the screen. It's just as easy. Fun fact number one. Today, people capture as many photos in less than two minutes than the entire population did during the 1800s. Can you buy that? One more time. Today, people capture as many photos in less than two minutes as the entire population did back in the 1800s. What do you think? That's the truth. Enough said. Doesn't really seem like it's too far of a stretch, does it? All right, fun fact number two. 
The Chinese were the first to record the concept of camera obscura. The Chinese were the first to record the concept of camera obscura. What do you think? That's the truth. A Han Chinese philosopher, Mozi, uh, the phenomena occurs when a certain image of a scene at the other end of the screen or wall, for example, is projected through a tiny hole in the screen, creating an inverted image on an opposite surface. The Chinese did that. Fun fact number three, the first color photograph in Russia was published in Memoirs of Russian Technical Society. Joseph Stalin is captured on it. First color photography, or photograph rather, in Russia was published in Memoirs of Russian Technical Society and Joseph Stalin was captured in that photograph. What do you think? That's baloney. Now, Leo Tolsty is captured on it. Leo Tolsty captured on that. Fun fact number four, the basis of a digital camera, the basis of the digital camera was invented in 1991. Basis of the digital camera invented in 1991. That's baloney. Yeah, the basis of the digital camera was invented in 1973. It was a charged coupled device with which it was possible to obtain an image size of 100 by 100 pixels. First astronomical electronic photo was taken with the help of this device the following year, 1973. So in 74 it was taken. And finally, on camera day, in 1986, Kodak teamed up with Canon to release the first DSLR camera ever. 1986, Kodak teamed up with Canon to release the first DSLR camera ever. What do you think? That's the truth. Yeah, it used a 1.3 MP image sensor developed by Kodak in Cam, Cam, uh, Canon F1 film SLR body. So there you go. We've come a long way with cameras. Remember when you used to have to wait a week to get them back? Take them down to the drugstore. Sometimes they would do the 24-hour photos. They had those photo mats, those kiosks around. But you paid a little more for that. And then in later years, you could send away and have the pictures sent back to you. Now people just snap them on their cameras and away we go. You know, we take care of it that way. And it, it actually, I mean, the camera, the pictures are getting a lot better digital. I mean, you can still take some pretty good pictures digitally, but... Back in the day, you had to wait, and you never knew what you were going to get. You could get a picture of your finger or red eye with somebody, or now you can take the red eye right out of the pictures. You can crop the pictures. You can make duplicates. You can send them to people. You can make videos and photo presentations, and, oh, boy, we've come a long way, haven't we? It's incredible. Some of the stuff that we've been able to do with technology when it comes to cameras. If you think about even the cell phone, you think about all the different things on, on your cell phone that you have now, you go, you know, you look at it, you got a compass, you got uh, a, a timer, a clock, an alarm clock. I don't even use an alarm clock anymore. I use my phone. I just set that. I've got it set up in there. Apps. I can, I can spy on my house right now from here, you know? Ah, oh, man. In the words of Yako Smirnoff, what a country. What a world. Incredible. Final hour of WNBF First News coming up, and Kathy standing by with the latest local news as well. We'll get to that in just a minute. ABC World headlines coming right up. A uh, hot day today. 72 on our way to temperatures uh, near 100 with heat index. WNBF Binghamton. This is WNBF First News. Here's Kathy White. Good morning. It is 75 degrees. 
At 8.04, the forecast for today will have increasing clouds, uh, about a 40% chance of mainly afternoon showers and thunderstorms, a high in the low 90s. The National Weather Service, though, has issued a heat advisory from 11 a.m. to 8 p.m. again today for parts of the southern tier in central New York, but is expanding the area to include more counties than yesterday. Heat index values could reach between 95 and 100 today. Unlike yesterday, Cortland and Shenango counties are also now included, but Delaware County and the northern tier of Pennsylvania are still not in the advisory area. Strong thunderstorms are a possibility through Wednesday night before hot, humid conditions start to back off in the region. Federal prosecutors say six Tioga County residents are among nine defendants arrested in a major drug bust. Authorities say 51-year-old David Wemmer, 40-year-old Jennifer Patton, 45-year-old Brandon Van Norman, 34-year-old David Cobb and 44-year-old Enie Raupers, all of Spencer, and 34-year-old Philip Acarito of Owego are also accused, along with three Michigan residents, of money laundering and federal firearms offenses. The arrests from June 17th through the 26th broke up a gang trafficking heroin, methamphetamine, and cocaine. Officials with the U.S. Attorney's Office Northern District say Wemmer and Patton and the three Michigan suspects face 10 years to life in prison and $10 million in fines if convicted for possession with intent to distribute the drugs. Van Norman faces between 5 and 40 years, Acarito up to 10 years in prison, Cobb up to 10 years in prison, and Ralpers up to 20 years in prison and hundreds of, do- of thousands of dollars in fines if they are convicted of drug distribution, conspiracy, weapons, and other charges. Several of the defendants appeared in federal court in Binghamton, while others appeared before magistrates in the District of Nevada and Western District of Michigan. All are currently being detained pending further proceedings. New York State Police are investigating a serious all-terrain vehicle crash in Delaware County. Troopers say 35-year-old Raina Andrews of Davenport lost control of the ATV on McIlwain Road near 96th Road in Davenport, left the road, hit a ditch, and was ejected from the vehicle after 11 p.m. on Saturday. State Police say the woman suffered serious injuries and was airlifted to State University Medical Center in Syracuse. Her condition was not available. Delaware County Sheriff's officials say they had to fish a New Jersey couple out of the east branch of the Delaware River Saturday after they hit a deep spot while trying to drive across the river. To make matters worse for the pair, deputies found 30-year-old Brian Olin of La La Valette was wanted on a warrant for a felony drug charge. It's not clear why the couple decided to try to take their Toyota Tacoma pickup truck across the river without using a bridge. The truck became partially submerged and disabled in the deep water under the Corbett Bridge. There were no injuries. Olin was charged with being a fugitive from justice and sent to the Delaware County Jail to be held without bail, waiting to be picked up by the New Jersey law enforcement officials. WMBF First News Time 808. Broome County Executive Jason Garner is among local elected officials praising the settlement announced by State Attorney General Letitia James with Johnson & Johnson for its role in the opioid crisis. The company agreed to pay up to $238 million to New York State in the largest monetary settlement ever secured by James' office. The Attorney General has been gathering reaction from officials around the state on the heels of Friday's announcement. In a news release provided by James' office, Garner called the settlement, quote, a huge win for the people of Broome County 
County and says the county will be able to make more investments in drug intervention, treatment, and prevention programs. After falling victim to the COVID-19 pandemic last year, a free family outing is back at Broome County Parks. Officials with the Broome County Department of Parks, Recreation and Youth Services say the free movies come back starting next week. The first free movie night is Friday, July 9th at Otsonango Park. Trolls World Tour will be shown on an inflatable 19 and a half foot projection screen starting at dusk. That's about 8.30. There'll be other entertainment prior to each movie starting at 7.30. The movies take place Every other Friday through August 20th, the second movie is The Crudes, A New Age, July 23rd at Nathaniel Cole Park. The next movie is Sing and will be shown at Dorchester Park on August 6th. The final movie returns to Otsonango Park on August 20th. The Parks Department will be showing Inside Out. Families not only are being treated to the movies, sponsored by the Prevention Coalition of Broome County, but the concession stand will be open for the purchase of snacks, something else that couldn't happen last year due to pandemic restrictions. It's a where news breaks first. News Radio 1290 WMBF and WMBF.com. Once again, WMBF will provide live coverage from Dick's Open. Hear live reports from Enjoy's Golf Course from Roger Neal. Our live coverage is sponsored by the supporters of Dick's Open. Overhead Door Company of Binghamton, Lopke Rock Products, by Upfront Auto Clinic, Mike Colson Insurance Agency, and Broomsteam Carpet Cleaning. Listen in for live coverage from Dick's Open with Roger Neal on WMBF. Welcome to First News Binghamton. Now, Doug Mosier with Sports on News Radio 1290 WNBF. First hitting two run homer and a swing and a drive. Deep right center field. Way back. Going, going. It is good. Bang. Zoom goes Kyle Schwarber on a 3 1 pitch with home run number 24. I love the bang zoom reference right there. All right, Jackie Gleason. Kyle Schwarber homering twice, becoming the first player in Major League history to hit 15 home runs in a 17 day span. And unfortunately, that milestone occurred against our New York Mets, who were defeated. 8-4 to four yesterday by the Nats. Colorado, Cincinnati, St. Louis, Milwaukee, and the Dodgers winners over in the American League. The Yankees falling to the L.A. Angels yesterday, 5-3. to three. Cleveland, Boston, and Baltimore, all winners. Binghamton Rumble Ponies. Two of their players honored by the MAILB, Northeastern's Player and Pitcher of the Week. Mark Vientos and pitcher Josh Walker for the hitting of Vientos and uh, the contribution, contribution, I should say, to the no-hitter last week against Reading with Josh Washer, Josh Walker and Andrew Mitchell in that 2-0 thrilling victory in Reading against the Fighting Phils. Binghamton starts off a six-game series tonight in Richmond against the Flying Squirrels. We'll be back here next Tuesday for a six-game homestand against the New Hampshire Fisher Cats. Go Ponies. And switch over to the NHL Game 1 of the NHL Finals between the Bolts and the Canadiens. Great in point of the power play. Wraps it back for Kucherov. Top of the right circle. Kucherov. Wheel center point. Left circle stamp goes. Shoots. Score! Well, Kucherov hung in there. He was whacked, he was slashed, and he gets another point, setting up the Stamkos power play goal. Well, a pair of third-period goals by Kucherov uh, and an assist by uh, the Lightning whipping the Canadians 5-1. to Bolts strike first, 1-0 in the series. Will the Tampa Bay Lightning join the Flyers, the Islanders, the Penguins, and the Oilers as the only expansion team to repeat 
as Stanley Cup champions. We'll wait to see. they got a bunch of games left to go. NBA last night, the Clippers over Phoenix, 116-102. Paul George chipping in 41 points. Reggie Jackson, not that Reggie Jackson, uh, 23 points. And a series now three games to two. The Suns are up. Game six. No, game five. I'm sorry. It's three games to... Wait a minute. How can that happen? No. Game five, Wednesday in L.A. The uh, Atlanta Hawks will host the Milwaukee Bucks tonight. And Trey Young's availability is questionable right now. Suffered a bone bruise when he twisted his right ankle in a freak encounter with the official's foot late in the third quarter. Come on, ref, get off my foot. Yeah, that happened in Game 3 on Sunday, so they may not know till game time. Coach Nate McMillan. Uh, he's he's feeling okay. I mean, he's, he's you know, d- disappointed in the loss, uh, but just as most guys, you know, they have something that's going on, you know, whether it's an injury or some soreness, and they have to, today is a day to take care of uh, whatever it is. All right, well, we'll wait and see. We may not know till game time tonight, but if Trey Young doesn't play, it doesn't look too good for the Hawks. That's a look at sports. WNBF First News Time, 8.15. Traffic and weather together now on News Radio 1290 WNBF. There is a heat advisory in effect from 11 a.m. to 8 p.m. today from the National Weather Service for parts of the southern tier in central New York. Your WNBF Twin Tiers forecast. Increasing clouds, chance of afternoon showers and thunderstorms, low to mid-90s with that heat index as high as 100 degrees today. Partly cloudy tonight, chance of showers and thunderstorms, maybe some patchy fog towards morning, low of 70. Wednesday, patchy fog in the morning, otherwise partly sunny, chance of afternoon showers and thunderstorms, high near 90. Again, those heat index values close to 100 degrees. And a little cooler for Thursday and Friday, mostly cloudy both days, chances for showers and thunderstorms, upper 70s Thursday, mid-70s on Friday. Looks like getting into the weekend, it'll be a little cooler. But right now, let's get an official temperature update. It is exactly 75 degrees right now. It's the latest temperature. Heating up. And we'll keep you updated on road conditions and what's going on. There was going to be some construction projects going on today. One of those was Riverside Drive. They're about ready to get a project going there uh, with paving. And uh, there'll be alternating lanes when they start that from around Route 201 to the city line. That may or may not happen today with uh, the heat wave or potential heat wave that we're getting. And then uh, the Conklin Avenue, the Binghamton Southside Bridge, uh, we're doing work on that as well. So we'll keep you updated on uh, anything that we get, but uh, that's where we are right now. 75 degrees, it's WNBF's First News Binghamton. Doug Mosier along with Kathy White. Good morning, it's 8. If you have to work outside, there's no escaping the heat. I'm feeling a fire right now. Did it just get hot in here? We have some record highs in the forecast here. Damn, it is hot in here. He's hot. That's hot. Welcome to First News Binghamton with Doug Mosier on News Radio 1290 WNBF. First News Binghamton here to uh, melt your troubles away. <laughs> Pardon the pun. 
All right. Well, it's nice to have you along with us anyway. Getting excited about the weekend coming up here with the Dick Sporting Goods Open and Enjoy. And Roger Neal will be doing broadcasts there Friday, Saturday, and Sunday, getting you up to date with what's going on with the leaderboard, who's leading, uh, right up to the exciting finish as well. And Bill Flynn and Kevin Bixby will be out in Montrose, Pennsylvania. They're coming, Montrose, on Monday for the July 5th. Fourth uh, of July celebrations, because of the Fourth of July being on Sunday, festivities will be on Monday, and they'll have their parade and their picnic and all kinds of things going on. Uh, from what I understand, fireworks will be Sunday night at the Montrose High School, weather permitting, and, uh, and some other things going on around town. Uh, Highland Park fireworks. Let's see, they're going to have fireworks, I believe. Uh, I don't know if they're going to have them in Owego or not. I haven't heard. I know sometimes at the Hickories they do. I know they're having their big block party, their big, uh, I should say, uh, New York Firemen's Association annual convention. That's going on uh, Thursday, next Thursday, July 8th, 9th, 10th, and 11th. There'll be a lot of things going on in beautiful, historic Owego. We look forward to that as well. And uh, and there'll be other people that will be having their fireworks celebrations as well. And, you know, be careful. I mean, I know you're, you know, I mean, we, we know that you get them and people go over the border and get their fireworks and come back and light them off and blow things up. Just kind of be careful. You don't blow yourself up or you pull a uh, JPP and blow your fingers off or something. You know, the uh, New York Giants player that did that accidentally, of course. But, yeah, I mean, uh, some dangerous things in your hand, you know. And some people, it's like a little fuse, a little tiny fuse, and you hold it in your hand. I know some people that actually hold fire, firecrackers in their hand and light them off. Yeah, I know. Not good. But anyway, there'll be celebrations. There'll be boomers all over the place celebrating. And, you know, what a celebration this year, huh? With America starting to uh, come alive again, the world starting to come alive again. Yeah, it's going to be a nice one. So we're excited about it. We're excited about this weekend, too. Uh, and as I mentioned, we'll be uh, hearing from Roger Neal all weekend. Nice to have him back on the airwaves with us again and uh, part of our broadcast team. And then, of course, Bill Flynn and Kevin Bixby on Monday. And uh, this weekend, our live shows, uh, Bill Flynn's classic hit show from 8 to 2 on Saturday, Don Giovanni with the Frank Sinatra Show on Saturday night, 6 to 9. In between that, we have Ron Ananian, the car doctor, with lots of information and tips on taking care of your automobiles. And on Sunday, we wake up with Bill Flynn and the world-famous polka show from 7 to noon, followed by Don Giovanni with the Italian Oldies House Party from noon to 3. Four to seven, it's at home with Gary Sullivan and the Home Improvement Show and so forth and so on. And uh, then we do it up again on Monday. Well, Monday is a holiday this coming Monday for us, so we'll have some scheduled programming in place of First News and Binghamton Now. Speaking of which, Bob Joseph will be in a little less than an hour from now. WNBF's Binghamton Now, interesting information guests, and, of course, your chance to call in, talk about what's on your mind, too. So that's all coming up. And coming up here, we'll uh, get a look at the forecast one more time and uh, get ready for Kathy's headlines here in just about eight minutes. WNBF First News Time is 8.20. Traffic and weather together now on News Radio 1290 WNBF. Well, it's going to be a hot one today. National Weather Service has issued a heat advisory from 11 a.m. to 8 p.m. today. Increasing clouds, chance of afternoon showers and thunderstorms, low to mid-90s, heat index values as high as 100. For tonight, 
Partly cloudy, chance of showers and thunderstorms, maybe some patchy fog towards morning, low 70. Wednesday, partly sunny, chance of showers, afternoon thunderstorms as well in there, and a high near 90. Again, in those heat index values up there in the upper 90s. A little bit cooler for Thursday and Friday, mostly cloudy both days, chance of showers and thunderstorms. Upper 70s Thursday, mid-70s on Friday. We're at 75 right now. As we bring in a Tuesday together here, WNBF's First News, Binghamton, Doug Mosier along with Kathy White. And let's check in again with the Wall Street update. Monday ended with fresh highs for the NASDAQ and the S&P with traders buying up tech stocks. The Nasdaq Composite finished up 1%. The S&P gained fractionally. The Dow finished down 150 points, about a half percent, at 34.283. The worldwide recovery is being fueled by money and demand from the U.S. Economists tell the Wall Street Journal that trillions in federal COVID aid has set the U.S. economy up to play the same role that China did after the 2008 financial crisis. At the same time, the U.S.-based China Beige Book finds that Chinese businesses and consumers are not as optimistic on the economy as overall data might indicate. The number of retailers in China taking out loans has fallen to a record low. Years of complaints that e-cigarette giant Juul has driven a surge in teen vaping has ended with a court settlement. A $40 million fine is being paid by Juul to the state of North Carolina. Jim Ryan, ABC News. Thank you, Jim. Well, back in 1961, Gwen Goldman asked to be a Batgirl for the New York Yankees, but was turned down because of her gender. They did things like that back then. Now, 60 years later, she's gotten her wish. Goldman, now 70 years of age, took the field at Yankee Stadium last night. Her game as a Batgirl came after current Yankee general manager Brian Cashman saw an email from Goldman's daughter about her mom's rejection. Cashman said it's not too late to reward and recognize. Goldman's ambition during her one-day stint in full uniform, she threw out the ceremonial first pitch, stood on the field for the national anthem, and was featured in an in-game video that drew cheers from fans. There you have it. Yeah, back then they did things like that. Back in those days, you know, boys were boys, girls were girls, and they didn't have bat girls then. They just had bat boys. Now they got both. So here's something interesting, too. Uh, This started out uh, in search, uh, as two men started out, I should say, in search of a full tan and ended up fined after they had to be searched for in a forest. Police near Sydney, Australia, say two nude men were sunbathing on the Sun South Coast Beach when they were startled by a deer and got lost when they fled into the woods at a Royal National Park. They were rescued. After calling for help, they were fined about $800 for breaking a stay-at-home pandemic order and using police resources to track them down. So, yes, another episode of Naked and Afraid, or Naked and Stupid, either one. I don't know. This is WNBF First News. Here's Kathy White. Good morning. It's 830 75 degrees in Binghamton, heading for a high today in the low 90s. Heat advisory going to be in effect again later on today. 
the painstaking effort to find any survivors in the remnants of that collapsed Florida condo building. Now in a sixth day, the 12-story building collapsed like a pancake, layer upon layer, intertwined debris that has frustrated efforts to find pockets of any space where someone may have survived. The work has been deliberate and treacherous, and Miami-Dade Mayor Daniela Levine Cava says the wait for news has been excruciating for the relatives. President Joe Biden will look to sell voters on the economic benefits of a $973 billion infrastructure package. He's traveling today to Wisconsin, hopes the trip will boost bipartisan agreement that is held together in large part by the promise of millions of new jobs. A new House committee to investigate the January 6th insurrection at the U.S. Capitol would have 13 members in the powers of subpoena for witnesses. That's according to legislation released by House Speaker Nancy Pelosi. The House is expected to vote on the bill this week. WMBF First News Time 832. Add Shenango and Cortland counties to the National Weather Service's heat advisory region for today. Those two counties were left out of a heat advisory issued by the Binghamton office yesterday, but NOAA's statement for the second day of an oppressive heat system has expanded to include more counties in the southern tier and central New York, but it still leaves out Delaware County and the northern tier of Pennsylvania. NOAA says a heat advisory is issued for 11 a.m. till 8 p.m. today for an area that stretches from Broom to beyond Syracuse and west past Elmira and Corning. Hot, humid conditions for a second day could pull the heat index values to as high as 95 to 100, greatly increasing chances of heat-related illness like heat exhaustion and stroke. There is a possibility that unstable atmospheric conditions with high humidity could trigger thunderstorms. Any storms that develop could be capable of producing heavy rain, which could lead to localized flash flooding. WMBF First News Time 8:33. A Johnson City man is facing several misdemeanor charges, but the activity surrounding his arrest raised alarm in a Binghamton neighborhood. Broome County Sheriff's officials say they attempted to arrest 25-year-old Nicholas Tomasetti at around 2:30 Friday afternoon, following a shoplifting report at Lowe's on Upper Front Street in the town of Shenango. Tomasetti reportedly took off in a Toyota Highlander, driving on Interstate 81 and into the first ward where he eventually pulled into the St. Michael's parking lot off Clinton Street. He ditched the vehicle and ran off on foot. He was chased over a chain-link fence onto the railroad tracks running west. He scaled another chain-link fence in the parking lot of Big Lots off Glenwood Avenue where deputies took him into custody. Authorities say they found he was wanted on warrants in Binghamton for petty larceny and in Bradford County, Pennsylvania for theft of property. Tomasetti is charged with being a fugitive from justice for bench warrants and for petty larceny larceny, petty larceny, resisting arrest, fleeing a police officer, and reckless driving. All those charges are misdemeanors. A key bank branch office that had operated in downtown Binghamton for almost five years is closed, and the literal signs of existence are removed. The operation at the corner of Court and State Streets shut its doors permanently on Friday. The company had announced plans to close in March. The Buffalo News has reported Key Bank intends to reduce its total network by about 7% this year with the closure of more than 70 branches. Accounts at the Court Street office are being transferred to the Key Bank branch on May Street on the west side of Binghamton. As the downtown branch closed on Friday afternoon, the automatic teller machine was quickly removed. Workers began the process of removing the key bank signage on the building yesterday.
The race to get the majority of population vaccinated against COVID-19 is meeting some resistance in a particular semi-closed community that is located in parts of the northern tier of Pennsylvania and the southern tier of New York. The COVID-19 vaccination drive is falling far behind in the deeply religious and conservative Amish communities across the U.S. The Associated Press reports the Amish don't have any religious beliefs that forbid them from getting vaccinated, but experts say their mistrust of the government and wariness about preventive medicine are fueling those low vaccination rates. Another factor, they say, is the widespread skepticism in the rural places where the Amish live. Public health officials are trying to combat that. They've come up with billboards, posters, and reached out to the bishops in Amish churches, but that's done little to increase vaccination among the Amish. It's 836, where news breaks first. News Radio 1290, WMBF and WMBF.com. Start Join Bob Joseph weekday mornings, 9 till noon, for Binghamton Now. Interesting guests around the community, along with your comments and opinions on News Radio 1290. WNBF! This is WNBF First News. Here's Doug Mosher. Oh, that's a nice little fanfare. Good morning to you. We're going to be uh, wrapping things up here in about 23 minutes, getting ready for ABC World Headlines. Kathy White with the local headlines and Bob Joseph in the studio this morning at WNBF's Binghamton Now, followed by the latest addition to the WNBF weekday lineup, the Dan Bongino Show. Weekdays, noon to 3. A lot of uh, nice comments from people enjoying Dan Bongino, and you can enjoy him daily right here. Followed by Sean Hannity, Mark Levin, John Batchelor, Red Eye Radio, First Light, and WNBF's First News with Doug Mosier and Kathy White. We welcome you every weekday morning, get you up to date with what's going on, and let you know things that are happening in our community, traffic, weather as well, sports, local scene, interesting guests calling in here and there. And uh, tomorrow will be a busy day, as always on Wednesdays. We'll talk with Karen Sweet O'Neill again about how to prepare for emergencies if you're budgeting things and little things that uh, show up. We'll also talk with Mike Lydell from the Honda Hyundai Service Department, the Miller Auto team, and UHS, Dr. Young's office from UHS Primary Care in Johnson City, our Stay Young and Healthy segment, followed by you and the law, Joe Stanley from the Stanley Law Offices. And then it's Workforce Wednesday, so we'll get a little peek inside some of the programs and services of the Broom Tioga Workforce New York Career Center located in the Oakdale Mall. In fact, we'll be hearing from them coming up in a couple minutes with a job report as well. Lots of jobs. A lot of jobs out there. People, you know people looking for work? People that want to work? If you want to work, believe me, you'll find work. Um, it's funny because, you know, those of us who've grown up on a certain work ethic and now there are still a lot of young people that have very good work ethics and they usually get that from their parents uh, that instill that in them but you know it's there's lots of opportunities out there if I was looking for a job right now this is where I would want to go out there and look because the good jobs are still there you know once the, this unemployment thing runs out and people aren't getting that free money anymore they're gonna be jumping on the workforce bandwagon and you could be there ahead of them so yeah so we got our job report coming up in just a couple of minutes we'll keep you updated on uh what's going on in our community with that and with political overviews right now let's check in with abc's andy fields well, this week
After a self-admitted misstep last week, the president has Republicans back on board supporting the infrastructure deal. Mr. Biden said he would not sign it without a Democrats-only companion bill that adds possibly trillions more in child care and education. Now the Biden administration saying they will not tie the two together. President Biden heading to Wisconsin to tell voters why the two-party deal will mean new jobs. The Federal Trade Commission lawsuit claimed Facebook has a monopoly over social media after it bought competitors Instagram and WhatsApp nearly a decade ago. A federal judge dismissing that antitrust suit saying the federal government waited too long to bring the case and failed to provide enough facts to back its monopoly claim. A new House committee would investigate the January 6th insurrection at the Capitol. It would have 13 members and the power to subpoena. Speaker Nancy Pelosi expected to call a vote on the bill this week. Andy Field, ABC News. Thanks, Andy. Well, uh, apparently movies are going to be returning to the Broome County Parks coming up next week. And uh, the first free movie night is Friday, going to be at Otsunega Park. It'll start at dusk. And the movies take place every other Friday through August 20th at Otsnango, Nathaniel Cole, and Dorchester Park. That's a lot of fun. We have a projector uh, that hooks into the computer and a big screen, and, and we like to do that, too, sometimes in the backyard. Uh, when the weather's nice, we'll, uh, we'll put that out there and watch a movie and kind of just have some fun, kick back and relax a little bit. So it's fun to do that. You know, we don't have the opportunities. The drive-in theaters are far and few anymore. Uh, we used to have several in the area, but now... I think they're limited to maybe out in the Unadilla area, maybe a few other areas. But uh, it's, uh, you know, it's nice to, to do that. It's a nice family fun event. Uh, and so uh, if you're looking for something to do over the next several weeks, uh, you can check out the free movie nights at our county parks. Hudson Angle Park, Nathaniel Cole Park, and Dorchester Park. WNBF First News Time 842. We've got a National Weather Service heat advisory in effect today. Indexes could reach 100 degrees today with temperatures in the low to mid 90s and maybe some afternoon showers and thunderstorms. Right now we're at 75. It's the annual Independence Day celebration in Montrose, Pennsylvania, July 4th and 5th. At dusk on July 4th, fireworks at the Montrose Area High School. Then Monday, July 5th, a big day. Pancake breakfast, Independent Day races, over 100 art and craft vendors on the green. The huge patriotic parade with the home theme, thanking our heroes. Parade begins at 11 o'clock. Plenty of food, vendors, and all during the all-day celebration. Your host the Kiwanis and Lions Clubs. This is WMBS Bill Flynn inviting you to hear our live coverage with me and Kevin Bigsby 8 o'clock in the morning on WMBF 1290. Proudly sponsored by the Daniel K. Regan Funeral Home, Overhead Door Company, Montrose Parade Committee, Little Nelson Insurance Agency, Lofty Rock Products, Montrose Motors, and Endless Mountain Healthcare Systems. Catch the Dan Bongino Show weekdays, noon to 3, on News Radio 1290 WNBF. What a tremendous honor to announce the launch of the Dan Bongino Show. I grew up a fan of conservative talk radio, so it's really hard to believe I'm here announcing the launch of my own show. We've done some great work in conjunction with a loyal audience in the digital podcast space with the Dan Bongino Show podcast and on social media and some of my work in the, being a tech entrepreneur as well. But having my own show on terrestrial radio stations across the country is just an un. A 
unimaginable honor for me. I grew up on a healthy diet of Rush Limbaugh, God rest his soul, Mark Levin, and Sean Hannity. Combine that with my experiences in the Secret Service as a Secret Service agent and with the NYPD, and I think you're going to have a really incredible show you'll be proud of. Thank you all. It means the world to me. I really appreciate it. And again, this is a tremendous honor to announce the launch of the Dan Bongino Show on stations across the country. Thank you very much for your time. Catch the Dan Bongino Show weekdays, noon to 3, on News Radio 1290 WNBF. Welcome to First News Binghamton on News Radio 1290 WNBF. Here's Doug Mosher. And it's time for our job report from the Bruntauga Workforce New York Career Center in the Oakdale Mall. We'll bring in Preston, and good morning to you, Press. Hey, good morning, Doug. How are you? Good. I trust the AC is cranking up today in the center. It is, thankfully. It's going to be a hot one today. <laughs> it is. And I know jobs are heating up, so go ahead and give us your job report. Sure. First, we have a steel fabricator. We are currently seeking an experienced person to complete job orders using steel fabricating equipment. Equipment includes brakes, shears, benders, and others. Welding experience is a plus. Next, we have a care manager level two. This person is going to conduct initial and ongoing assessments, conduct care plan meetings with all relevant service providers. And finally, we have an assistant engineer. This person supervises the design, drafting, and standard detailing work in the planning, designing, and inspection of street construction and public building renovation work. For more information, please call us. Send 778-6405 or go to broomtagaworks.com. Now, we are on Facebook, so any of you that have a Facebook account, if you go on, go to your search bar, type in broom-tayoga. Our icon will come up. If you click on it and like us, anything we post will be sent directly to you. This could be resume tips, interviewing techniques, networking strategies, job postings, and recruitments. We do have a number of recruitments. First, the UHS Senior Living will be at the Broomtaga Workforce Center for in-person interviews on Thursday, July 1st from 10 a.m. to 3 p.m. for full and part-time positions. Applicants can pre-schedule their interviews at UHS Senior Living at Ideal. We'll also accept walk-ins. Please call 206-6140 to set up an interview. The Broomtaga Workforce and the Binghamton Rumble Ponies is heading up a Grand Slam job fair. Will be held at the Marabito Stadium, 211 Henry Street in Binghamton, on July 6th from 4:30 to 6:30 p.m. There are 50 businesses that are attending the job fair. They include Tioga Downs, Oneonta Job Corps, VNS Galvanizing, EMT, and more. Bring resumes. People who register to the, for the event before July 1st will receive one free ticket to that night's game. To register, please call Preston Hertzog at 778-6405. Willow Run Foods will be at the Broomtaga Workforce Center at 501 Reynolds Road in Johnson City on July 8th from 10 a.m. to 2, 12 p.m. They're recruiting for CDLA yard jockeys, CDLA line hall, night warehouse, maintenance, dispatcher, and more. For our off-site recruitment, MMC Group will be holding virtual interviews on every Tuesday starting March 23rd through June 29th from 10 a.m. to 2 p.m. for their customer service and data entry positions. Google Duo will be used for their virtual interviews. MMC Group will also be conducting in-person interviews at 15 Oak Hill Ave in Endicott. Please send resume to Preston Herzog at preston.herzog at broomcounty.us to schedule an interview or call 778-6405 for additional information. And finally, Lowe's is doing open interviews every Tuesday 
from 10 a.m. to 5 p.m. at their 225 Sycamore Road location in Vestal and their 1318 Upper Front Street Road location in Binghamton. They're recruiting for cashiers, customer service associates, overnight stockers, daytime receivers, and more. For more information, please contact Mike Thomas at 296-6661 or email Mike at mike.thomas.lowes.com. Please apply online at www.jobs.lows.com. So if any of you have any interest in any of those positions, please come out and see what they have to offer. All right, and we'll join you tomorrow, Preston, with work for, uh, Workforce Wednesday, that is. But uh, those, yeah, definitely look forward to it. Stay cool. Yes, you as well. Thank All you. Right. Bye now. Yep. All right, bye. Room Tiger Workforce Job Report. Preston with us tomorrow. We'll uh, get some information on some of the programs and services that they offer at the Career Center located in the OTL Mall, the former Sears location there. Broom Tiger Workforce Job Report and Workforce Wednesdays. Uh, we're going to wrap things up here. Get ready for WNBF's Binghamton now with Bob Joseph. That's coming up. It's going to be a hot one today. How hot? Stick around. Your WNBF Twin Tiers forecast. This is WNBF First News. Here's Doug Mosher. Yeah, it's definitely going to feel like that today, although uh, the definition of a heat wave apparently is at least three consecutive days with 90-plus degree temperatures. I think we were at 89 and a half yesterday. But today, National Weather Service has issued a heat advisory 11 a.m. to 8 p.m. for parts of the southern tier in central New York. Uh, it is expanding the area to include more counties, though, now. The heat index values could reach... 95 to 100 degrees today. Unlike yesterday, Cortland and Shenango counties are now included in that advisory. And our weather for today, your WNBF Twin Tiers forecast, increasing clouds. There is a chance of afternoon showers and thunderstorms. Low to mid-90s for tonight, partly cloudy. Chance of showers and thunderstorms and maybe some patchy fog towards morning, low of 70. And then on Wednesday, we got pretty much more hot weather again. Partly sunny. Chance of showers and thunderstorms. And a high near 90 with heat index values again in the upper 90s. So it gets a little bit cooler for Thursday and Friday with mostly cloudy skies and possibly an afternoon thunderstorm. Highs in the upper 70s on Thursday, mid-70s on Friday. So as we get into the big 4th of July weekend coming up too, uh, hopefully it won't be too hot for Enjoy. Uh, Roger Neal will be there Friday, Saturday, and Sunday with reports from the Dick's Sporting Goods Open. Back on the airwaves with us again. We're excited about that. Uh, giving you uh, the current information on the leaderboards and what's going on with the tournament. And then on Monday, Bill Flynn and Kevin Bixby heading to Montrose, Pennsylvania. The celebration's on again this year. And they'll be there on Monday morning. And we'll be hearing from them on WNBF News Radio 1290. So nice to have uh, NBF out in the community again doing things. And, and by the way, while I, I have a moment here before we get into ABC News, I want to thank all of you for uh, the just the very nice emails that I receive and phone calls I receive and sometimes I don't always get a chance to return those calls my days get kind of kind of blended together but uh, I try and return the emails as much as I can and I've got a lot of uh, positive response to our newest edition the Dan Bongino show from noon to three many of you like that Rush Limbaugh is a very very difficult man 
to replace. And uh, although there's really no replacement for him, uh, we have to put somebody else in in that time slot. And we thought long and hard about it. And we listened to a lot of you and your comments and just looked around to see what was available. And we felt this show, which really emerged out of a hour-long podcast that Dan, John Bino, uh, Dan Bongino has done over the past year. In fact, 117 million audio downloads last year alone. So the show is successful. Uh, I enjoy him. I've been listening to him. I enjoy him. So uh, we, we're glad to hear that anyway. And I want to thank you for uh, all the great uh, feedback that we got from that. Bob Joseph coming in next. Bob always has an interesting show lined up and ready to go for you, and uh, you'll have uh, your chance to call in and comment and talk about things that are on your mind, things that you want to talk about, things that matter to you, and that'll be coming up following Kathy White with local headlines and, of course, ABC World headlines coming up at the top of the hour. So uh, hydrate yourselves. Stay out of the direct sun, as they say. I've been told to do that for years but whether or not i listen to anybody you know make sure you uh yeah make sure you do that though have a great day and we'll do it again tomorrow when it's going to be pretty much the same more heat indexes almost 100 degrees kathy white It'll be a hot one today and uh, opportunities to uh i don't know for me opportunities to get out of doing things outside <laughs> And if you're parking in the State Street parking garage and you're a monthly parker, make sure you get really close to the stanchion (laughs) and actually touch your gate card to that little blue light or the gate's not going to go up. I guess they have a greeter out there this morning instructing people on how to get into the parking garage. It didn't open. For me, I had to take a ticket. I'm not going to pay the ticket, though, but... Uh, a ticket spit it out. That's the only yeah, way I could get I in. I touched my card actually right to the stanchion thing, right in front of the blue light. I did as well. The it thing that looks like good. the little... I'm going to have to get out and see Carl, see what's going on. <laughs> good luck. <laughs> All right. Kathy, we'll have the latest local news for you coming up in just a moment. And WNBF's Binghamton Now with Bob Joseph. Thank you again for making us a part of your day. We'll do it again with you tomorrow morning at 530. Stay tuned for Binghamton Now and the Dan Bongino Show at noon. WNBF Binghamton and WNBF.com. 75 degrees. It's